Welcome to Business Over a Brew, the show where we talk business with some of the Riverbend's most interesting and influential business leaders, all while enjoying a nice brew at Elijah P's Burgers and Brews in Alton. Today, we'll talk to the owners of Mississippi Mud Pottery, Felicia Breen and Chad Nelson. They'll tell us about their 11 years in business and why it's so important to them to own and operate a local business in the Riverbend community. So let's get to it. It's the Business Over a Brew podcast from Elijah P's. All right, welcome to Business Over a Brew, Felicia Breen and Chad Nelson of Mississippi Mud Pottery. Well, thanks for joining yeah. us. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for having us. Um, you guys own the, the shop down on Broadway, Mississippi Mud Pottery. Tell us a little bit about just how you decided to get started in it and, and kind of the, the story of the business. Well, I started working there while I was in college. I was actually in class in ceramics in Lewis and Clark College, and uh, my teacher worked there. and directed me down there to you know get a job he saw the potential that I had and so I went down and I started working there in the year 2000. Okay and you guys met in, in college right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We both went to SIUE at Edwardsville where we completed a degree in fine art focused in ceramics and of course we met and he was working for the previous owners of Mississippi Mud Pottery mm-hmm. Ken and Brenda Barnett and so that's how I kind of came into the picture and got tied into the pottery. Ken and Brenda started the pottery back in 1983 here in Alton. They rented two locations uh, before they grew enough to build the building that we're in. Um, so the building was built in about the year 1989, and it's been in that location ever since. So Ken and Brenda uh, kind of grew the business, and then in 2006 um, became the opportunity where we could take over. So we bought the name the equipment and we assimilated their tradition and -hmm. of course have evolved it and added new things to it. We've had it the last 11 of 35 years now. It's been in Alton. Isn't it funny, uh, being somebody who worked at a business and then eventually end up taking over as general manager, you think you're going to do all these things differently when you take over. Were, Were there things that you thought about when you were an employee and then you know, I'm going to do this differently when I, if I ever run the show and then got to, to take over and it was not the case or tell us a little bit about that transition. I was actually reluctant. I just wanted to make the pots. So that's kind of my focus right? okay. is to like the, the meat and potatoes of it. But uh, I really just try to pay attention to what they did mm-hmm. well, which was the customer service. Right. And, uh, you know, mostly I was just intimidated at filling those shoes. You know, it's kind of kind of tough because it is a really important thing to be there for the customers and making the work is one side of it. But like delivering it and, and making sure that you're connected with your customers is, you know, another challenge. Sure, sure. And I'm sure you guys have a lot of customers that have been coming to the shop since 1983. You mentioned you have a lot of repeat business. We, we do. We depend on a lot of that repeat business. And we were fortunate that um, maybe in the beginning when we were learning, it might have been. When we first took over a little, you know, maybe we hit a few rocky patches because we're, we're still getting our, our kind of footing. But once we got rolling, um, it would be, was very important to uh, keep those original customers that Ken and Brenda had and then to grow, grow our customer base. So fortunately, we were able to retain a lot of those people and continue to add new people and make more folks aware. We do a lot of art fairs off-site in the region, which mm-hmm. also is a great way to advertise um, our business. Talk about the, the type of background that you guys have to, to do something like this. You mentioned some other jobs that really have prepared you both for, for being able to do this well. 
Yeah, so um, making pottery actually requires a lot of different skill sets, especially being a small business owner. You can't uh, necessarily outsource everything and pay somebody to do everything you might need done. So um, we use a whole variety of skill sets, anywhere from uh, carpentry to doing electrical to making dyes to, you know, formulating glazes and, you know, doing the customer service and then doing the tech side, keeping your computer running, doing your bookkeeping. So um, we've had to add to our skill set as well and kind of continue to learn too, uh, to do what we do well. Okay. Um, And some things that I didn't know about, but you guys can, people can come and actually watch you do your craft, correct? Yeah, we have our potter's wheels right in the front room. You know, the rest of the process is in the back because mm-hmm. some of it's kind of dirty. But Right. And maybe but, it's something that people wouldn't be as interested in. Well, a lot of people are like interested, this, but, and mm-hmm. you can get a sneak peek through the little window in the stairwell. But, you know, the, by far the rowing of the pots is the most interesting part. And so people are always surprised when they walk down to that end and they, they see potters potting. There's two of them, and we have another potter that works for us. So sometimes there's one or the other, but sometimes they see both of us, and they get to see a variety of things being thrown You've been doing it for 11 years now. What's what are some of the what's the biggest surprise in, in taking over the, the business? What surprised you guys the most about it? Well, you know, even though we went to college and got a degree in fine art, um, we didn't really have the business background. And even though kind of Brenda uh, tried to help us mm-hmm. a little bit with that, that were that's probably where our biggest surprises were just kind of learning as we went. Um, you know, we have different paid professionals like your CPA and tax attorney, which of right. course are very important and help us a lot. So it's mainly when we would get that offhanded letter or, um, you know, just, just being artists, uh, it's hard to get um, good advice, I guess, for business because there are so few artists that have a brick and mortar storefront. Most are, um, you know, private or mm-hmm. sole proprietors. So I think some of our biggest bumps were just even when we started doing art fairs. Well, you start crossing state lines and we have a physical presence. So right. that involved a lot more paperwork and learning curves than we thought. So initially it was really scary. Sometimes it was frustrating. Sometimes it's expensive. But now uh, we have a good understanding of mm-hmm. that. And so going forward, we we're more, more educated and uh, can make better decisions. Sure. What are some of the biggest changes you've seen in the, in the marketplace over the course of 11 years? I think for our business, um, because even though it has, uh, uh, people perceive it to be very costly. Um, it's really a great value for the small quantity and the quality that goes into the pieces. Um, we've actually done uh, surprisingly well in recession years. Um, so when the economy was supposedly really bad, it was not terrible for us because some of our material costs went down. Um, the more people were buying our pottery, they couldn't necessarily go out and buy a new house or a new boat. So we have lots of smaller feel-good purchases that you can use around the house. So uh, we benefited uh, through that time, which I think surprises a lot of people. Sure, that is that is surprising to me. What are some changes you guys have seen in, in the downtown area? It seems like there's been quite a bit of change, I would say, over the last few years there. That is uh, really exciting to us because we've kind of been um, an anchor, kind of hold out where we are mm-hmm. and always been really optimistic. But, you know, things do take time. So this kind of recent, the last couple of years, there's been so much energy 
and catalysts. Uh, importantly, uh, properties just changing hands and getting in the hands of people who are motivated or have money or ready to do something right. with it. Uh, that's huge. And that's only going to benefit even our business. The more um, new restaurants, uh, unique shops, um, you know, creative entrepreneurial you know, kind of startups we can have, the better. It, it, it benefits us all, and it's very exciting to us. Mm-hmm. Do all your customers come from coming into the store? Have you expanded? Uh, one of the questions I always ask people is, how has technology impacted your business? And obviously, with the advent of the Internet and social media, uh, how has that impacted your business? Do you get customers from there, or is it still mostly all through the storefront? So it's kind of multifaceted for us. Um, 80% of our sales come in through the front door, Um, The other 20%, we pretty well go out and get at art fairs or wherever we need to to get it. Um, Technology, you know, we didn't have the strongest background in, but we Mm -hmm. uh, try to fumble through it, learn it, embrace it the best that we can. Um, There are great tools out there. So uh, originally we were reluctant to use social media and smartphones, but they've proven an efficient tool because what we do is visual. We need to be able to send pictures and to communicate um, you know, there aren't many things you get in a business that are free. And so you can utilize social media better to um, promote your business, uh, email lists, things that normally would cost a lot of money to right. advertise. Since we have such a niche, uh, most places can't really advertise well for us. Like things like art fairs are the best advertising. So we mm-hmm. can use the technology. That was one of the big things we did from Ken and Brenda. We went from all paper tickets to getting, you know, QuickBooks, getting a full point of sale program, um, that kind of thing. So it's not simple for us, but we keep, you know, working at it and it is a good tool um, for us. I think it's hard to to say that the social media helps us reach new audiences, Mm -hmm. but it helps us to stay in touch with our current audience and the people that we've kind of found when we go out to art fairs. Right. Which we go in a couple hour radius, so we're, we're able to kind of sweep and, and find people that are close enough that can drive to Alton and, you know, right. people that may have actually been here before, but we're reminding them, like, hey, we're here, we're still doing it, we've got new things. They learn about us and right. they can come visit the shop any time of year. And I would imagine with as much repeat business as you guys have, um, you really have a lot of strong relationships with your, your clients. We do. And that's, that's obviously a great way to, to emphasize those relationships, too, and keep reiterating what you're offering or changes to the business. Yeah, give like them that. little glimpses of what we're up to without them having to come in all the time. Yeah. And then when something really strikes them, they can either call or email or come in. That's well, really important to us. Our, our, uh, we're very fortunate to have a customer base that, in general, is extremely understanding and very patient. Um, what we do takes a lot of time and of course, there's a lot of different pulls between running the business, answering the phone, you know, keeping up on your bookkeeping, things that actually interfere with your work time on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And so um, even though, you know, sometimes it takes us longer than we'd like, we've just been, you know, very fortunate to have, you know, pretty well loving, understanding customers that right. realize like we're not a machine and we're going to give you quality, even if it takes mm-hmm. a little extra time. Sure. We'll, we'll close with this. I'll ask you you're both the same question. If you could give one piece of advice to somebody starting a small local business right now, what would that be? Be prepared to work hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not going to be easy, but if you're willing to put in the time and the effort, you will make it. 
Yeah, definitely the work ethic is extremely important. And then overhead. Um, my advice would be whatever you can do to keep your overhead affordable um, would really go a long way. Great. Well, Felicia Breen, yeah. Chad Nelson, thanks Thank for you. joining us on Business Over Thanks for it. Thank you.